Boost Hospitality Podcast. We're in episode 35 of season eight. And today I am talking all about influencer marketing. I think influencer marketing has a pretty bad reputation over the last couple of years. Uh, people have seen people like Paul from the White Moose Cafe uh, have a big blogger storm with, a, with, with an influencer who wanted to basically promote the, his audience and property to her blogger audience and you know it all blew up uh, because the the blogger didn't do the research it it became pretty much world news which was crazy seeing it was just a hotel in in dublin a guy who's very very good at outrage marketing and you know it, it went everywhere and i can say this because i've sit on both sides being somebody that has been in the hospitality industry and somebody who has been in the influencer industry. So for those who may not know this, 2017, my wife started up a, a blog called Two Traveling Tots. And we were traveling all over the world and we were blogging about it. And we grew up a pretty big following of, uh, of engaged followers. And we, as we were traveling, we were uh, reaching out to uh, potential hotels or accommodation places that that may wanted to work together and so we've witnessed it on both sides i've been to big blogging conferences influencer conferences i've been you know to, to, to these events and you know i've worked we have worked with companies from the blogging from the blogging sphere and you know obviously from the hospitality side i have worked with influencers as well so i can see it from both sides and it's i believe it's one of the most unused marketing tactics out there. I want to speak to uh, somebody who is in the world of hospitality and is working with influencers to bring in a lot of his, his bookings and inquiries. And I also wanted to speak to somebody who is the founder and the co-owner of an influencer agency. So we've literally got two sides here. Now, the, the, the goal for this episode that I want for everybody to come away with is to know exactly the different types of influencers because influencer marketing has been around for you know a lot of years now and it has grown massively from the the Kim Kardashians of the world who've got you know 50 million people all the way down to nano influencers which is less than a thousand followers on the page but they've got such an engaged local community i wanted to start off by interviewing uh, Howie Hugo who is the co-founder of the Goat agency i have known um, Harry for 10 years now. We first met, believe it or not, podcasting. We first met because uh, he had a podcast when he was 17, 18, doing uh, the Bib Theorist podcast. I'm a big Liverpool fan and I used to go onto his podcast, talk about Liverpool. We first met then. He has grown and he has evolved and adapted and, and he has had a heck of a career so far. Uh, the Go Agency is one of the the most influential show, social um, influencer agencies out there. It's, it's massive. It's an award-winning. They do daily vlogs. They do daily podcasts. They've got such a great business model there. And, you know, please do go check them out because I watch them on a daily basis and to see what they do and how they create content, how they work with the influencers. Uh, you know, they've got big YouTube people. They've worked with sports stars. They've worked with companies and, and, and massive brands uh, all around the world. So first part, we're going to talk to Harry and then we're going to come back and then we're going to talk to our next guest. Sure. So at Coat and, you know, for all the influencer stuff that we've done over the last few years, it's it's never really been about defining 
what those things are. We've kind of always rebuffed what, what they are and we truly believe that anybody who is talking about those things is normally trying to sell one of those things in particular because that's what their business is. So if uh, someone's saying, yeah, nano influencers are the way to get to audiences and nano in their definitions, meaning you know, people that have less than a thousand followers and sort of the everyday person, there's a good chance that that person that's telling you to do that and they think that that's the way is uh or has a business that is a nano influencer selling business yeah it just it just doesn't really ring true because there's there's so many different ways that you can do influence marketing i mean as, as with all advertising there are so many different ways you could skin the cat we also don't believe that it's the only thing that works in the entire marketing mix which i think a lot of influencer marketing agencies or people that work in influencer or even social do try and make you believe is that it's the only thing in marketing that works right now and that's just not true Influencer is a great way to generate ROI. It's a great thing to work in conjunction with other forms of media and marketing channels. You can use influencer content to create Facebook paid content. You can use influencer content to, to do influencer paid content. You can use it for billboards and TV. Obviously, I'm talking about things in, in a sort of larger business scope, but you know the, the opportunity when using influence content, I mean, you can use it for reviews and things like that. So defining them down to certain definitions and kind of ring fencing them into those four categories, it's like, it's like a, a horoscope, right? You're trying to put millions and millions of people into 12 categories. This doesn't seem right. And with influencers, putting, putting them into four categories based on a number which doesn't really tell you about how loyal the audience is, what the engagement is, do people actually care about the content they create? Is that vertical that they're they're influencing or creating content in even got the ability to become a mega influencer? Are they there for a mega influencer or a, or a micro influencer within that community? Or are they a micro influencer within the standings of the entire world? You know, what's what's the barometer of it? So that's kind of that's kind of where I stand on those definitions. It's right. it's mad that people forget how marketing works when a new marketing channel arises. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't advertise female handbags on Sky Sports. You just wouldn't do it. It's not where the audience is. Yes, of course there are females watching Sky Sports, but there's not the major demographic. It's a, it's the same for for other things. You know, think about who your audience is, and it, when a new channel comes through, there's a short-term memory loss as to how to do marketing. We kind of default right the way back to try and find as big a number as we possibly can. And that's never been the way that advertising or marketing has worked. This is your business. So this is my hospitality business and I, I cater for, for families. So wh what is my ideal customer avatar? Who's my ideal audience? Where are they going to spend their time? You know, I, I'm a, I'm a farm stay business that is ideal for families i'm not going to go advertising and promoting the local nightclubs around here so it's the same same core principle it's just thinking about it when, when it comes to to influencing so and again i think the problem with this newly coined term influencer marketing i think so many people specifically in my industry which is hospitality they dismiss it because they just feel like it's somebody trying to blag a free holiday uh, mm. when really if you look at it from a, another angle then it's, it's a fantastic avenue to get in front of a whole new potential audience that is around your niche of, of what you provide and they just don't currently know about you. And I think that what I want to achieve with, with this episode is you can start 
right at the very, very basics, which is your current customers. Like you say, nano uh, potential influencers, ones that have got maybe, you know, 600 followers, but they've got such an engaged, like local audience that they could, you know, you could potentially work work together. What would be sort of that one bit of advice that you just seem to, to always give to somebody, specifically a small business owner, when you're saying, listen, this is how my, I would recommend that you go out and find a a potential person to work with, a, 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 whether it's a, a nano influencer, a micro influencer, just somebody to start working with there. They would talk about you online in exchange for, for something. Where, where's the best place or what's the one bit of advice that you seem sure. to give people? I think the one piece of advice is don't believe that necessarily the best ones will come to you and understand exactly what we're trying to achieve. I mean, we've always banged on about and become a bit of a mantra of ours uh, that it's niche audiences. No, it's niche content to niche audiences at scale. That's kind of what we're looking for. So if you're a, if you own an Italian restaurant, then find the best pasta connoisseurs, people who just create content about pasta and pizza and things like that. Those are the people that are going to have an audience that cares about the content and the, and the product that you're selling. You know, build things for experience, build things for social media, build things to be shared because that's, that's where it, it, it's all coming from. You know, you look at rest, certain restaurants in London are building, you know, especially in the, in the girls' toilets, are building amazing sort of murals or uh, you know feature walls which are great and and also lit properly what i like about this chat is that it's gone from influencer but it's boiled down to how can you make your guest experience even better so what you were talking about there with leaving they're influencers, in, right everybody everybody's in a hundred percent they have different influence over different people with different content but everyone has the opportunity to influence someone else and in hospitality want, want anything people are looking to to share experiences they're going on we're living in a society where people love experience they're buying experience for their partners they're buying experience for their family their friends above products and when they have that experience they need to feel like they're they're one getting their money worth and two getting things that they didn't expect and that didn't expect factor is unbelievably valuable to the point where you could just never put a price on it and if that kind of comes back to the the taxi and like example where we flew these guys business first over to uruguay and they had 10 million followers each and then and then you know, we had the most amazing time and everything was planned for them. But the thing that he didn't expect was to be in a really, really nice taxi from one place to another. That's the thing they remember. If anybody's watching or listening back on this and they're thinking, I don't even know where to get started. There's a great book called Talk Triggers by Jay Bear. They go through so many different examples of how you can turn just the littlest of things. And, and one of the examples they give is the, the Hilton Double Tree chocolate chip cookie. And that's the, a perfect way of getting started with something little like that. And you can build up to a, a Mercedes taxi. But I like that getting in touch with, with influencers for the first time or getting in touch with, with a personality or get in touch with anybody that you want to potentially work with. How do you recommend people bridge this? Because obviously there's going to be the money question. Obviously there's going to be what is in it for me? What's in it for you? Have you got any any sort of words of advice of how to start the conversation? Have you got any sort of recommendations that, that you've learned over the years of, of how to approach an influencer or how to potentially work together? I think if you find the right match from the get-go, then that conversation should be easy. I don't think you should be forcing anyone to do anything. Uh, if, they, if they don't feel like they're going with you with the experience, don't feel like they're excited about it, and they're doing it just for the money, then it's probably not the collaboration that you want to be a, you want to be a part of. Uh, and we see that quite a lot. We see that right at the big, you know, in the big leagues as well, right? When we're talking about the biggest supermarkets in the in the country or 
like the biggest tech brands in the world. And sometimes, you know, it doesn't matter how much of a perfect brand fit it looks like for the influencer and for the for the brand. The influencer's just not into it that much. You can feel it. Again, that comes back to this amazing human to human touch that we've got with these <laughs> these influencers that we have no, with no other form of digital marketing at scale. You know, if you just go onto your Instagram feed right now for your business and just go and look at the people that have following your page of somebody that maybe have posted if you go look at your location tags there may be somebody that has stayed with you in the past that is got a very big social influence um, and you just never knew of it so that's obviously a lot easier to have that conversation because you can just pick up the phone because you'll have the database still on your records or you can just send them a message and that's an, an easier conversation conversation to have but yeah 100 if you if you've got a, a hospitality business that is more catered towards what they're what they're talking about and obviously do a bit of research don't just go in cold actually see who they are and maybe follow them for a couple of weeks months you know engage with them and then that conversation becomes a, a whole lot easier than, than going in cold really appreciate your time harry on, on doing this there's loads of takeaways of for, for people that are, are doing this if um if anybody wants to go and find out more about go where, where's the best place to go Jump on LinkedIn. We're, we're pretty prolific on that platform. Uh, we create a daily vlog every single day about how the agency operates. So uh, you can see you can see my terrible haircut on a daily basis through that medium. Amazing. All right, buddy. Really appreciate that. Thank you very much for joining us. To Harry right there. I've got a big favor to ask everybody. If you're enjoying this, please go and like this video. There should be a little like button right there. Whether you're watching this live or whether you're watching this back on the replay, hit that like button. And also as well, leave a comment with hashtag book direct. I will know if you're watching this video and you're paying attention to this video because you will pick up your phone and type in hashtag book direct in the live video or even if you're watching back on the, the replay. And the final thing, take a picture. Take a picture of this of this video, whether it's uh, whether you're on your phone, take a screen grab, uh, record the screen. If you're watching this on your computer or your TV or your tablet, take a picture of it. Go over to Instagram, go over to Facebook, go into stories, into the stories mode, pick the picture up, tag in at Boostly, and I will share everybody that, that does this to give yourself a little bit of promotion through through my channel. So go to Instagram, upload the picture to a, to a story or to a post, tag in at B-O-O-S-T-L-Y UK, and I, and I I will share it. The person that I'm going to interview next, he is a bit of a phenomenon. I've known him uh, since meeting up with him, surprise, surprise, in Liverpool uh, for a, before a football game. And uh, we're going to be talking to somebody that just relies on Instagram to bring in bookings, which is which is crazy. Uh, he has been in and around property and hospitality for um, a good few years now. And he is well known in the area so much so that he just is the person that people go to when they want to get accommodation so i want to introduce you all to manny aka the, the hotel man like harry uh manny doesn't have a video it's it's uh, it's an audio it's an audio version uh, because he doesn't want his face on on camera he, he wants to stay behind the mystery of the hotel man which is really interesting so if you've got a hot tub and you want to get a direct booking and you can work with manny on this one um then please do reach out to him via instagram and again we'll give you all the links links will be in the comments links are in the post links are in the show notes booster.co.uk forward slash podcast but we also talk about it in this interview come back afterwards we will finish this episode with a couple of tips on how you can get started in influencer marketing so now let's me bring in manny so uh, i'm based in liverpool um everyone calls me the hotel man or knows me as the hotel man but my name's manny i sort of got that name from like you know I used to work at a hotel, funnily enough, and I just said to the owner one day, I said, well, I could probably sell some of these rooms for you. 
you know, and this was almost 10 years ago. So we're talking nine years ago, this was in 2011. And yeah, from there, people just used to say, um, ask the hotel guy for a room, ask the hotel man, ask hotel Manny. And then that's how the hotel man name sort of came. So at the moment, we're managing, I think it's just over 30 properties now. We just got to 32 properties that we manage. So we do the management side of things. But then we also, I've also got my own properties in the mix as well, uh, running as service accommodation. And then I've also got, what happened from there was, is I used to, for example, I would go to hotels and ask them, well, look, if you use a busy or if you use a full, why don't you, you know, if you need a room, just give me a call. Because I remember working at a certain hotel, can't remember which one it was, and they used to purposely overbook, which was, an, I don't know, in the hotel world, it might be a thing, but it was Premier Inn, actually. And they used to always, on the system, they'd always be overbooked, you yeah. know, on the busy nights. And they do it because they know that not everyone would turn up. Or Again, I can't remember why. They used to do that or allow people to do that. So from there, I just used to think, well, why don't I just go to these hotels and, you know, tell, you know, ask them, tell them that I've got, you know, rooms available. And then from there, I'm... I don't know, people just used to give me like requests because they used to come to the hotel man page and they used to be like, hey, you know, can you get us a room there or I'm going here? So then I would just link up with other hotels. So, you know, let's just say yourself, you could be in London and I, you could have a hotel or an apartment there. And I just drop you a message and be like, you know, I've seen you've got this apartment there. I know some, we've got a booking here and I'd I'd tell them like bookings I've done before. I'd show them, look, go and check out my page. And they would see like a guest review on the page or where someone's tagged us from one of our stays before. And it would just give them some confidence. And then from there, I just thought, well, why don't I just start getting into other different types of properties? And it was only, I mean, the log cabins are the busiest now and I haven't, I've only been probably doing them for about 18 months. Yeah. When then, because this is obviously this episode is all about influencers, social media influencers. When did you start to notice that the people that you were getting booked into rooms, apartments, lodge cabins, for example, when did you first start to notice that they were people with a social media following that was kind of large and they had a bit of an influence? I think it must have been in about 2012. So there's a city centre hotel. And again, I met the owner of this hotel just by, I actually went to book a room there for some family coming from London. And then we ended up just having a conversation at the reception. And then a couple of weeks later, he bumped into this gentleman again and he, he basically got me to start working at the hotel. And so from working there, I was probably about a year into the hotel now. And then I remember we got this, you know, from the in-betweeners. And um, the guy, his name, I think it's Jay from the Inbetweeners. I think that's yeah. his name on the Inbetweeners. One of the Inbetweeners, he was doing a club PA. I remember just taking the picture with him at the hotel and then posting it and then, you know, getting a lot of, you know, feedback from it. Do you know what I mean? Like a yeah, lot of yeah. people liked it. And then I think that sort of made me realise that the power of influencers. After that, you know, we started doing like some stuff with some football players, local football players. I think from there, um, you know, posting a picture with, you know, a few of them in the room and then, you know, people from... Geordie Shaw, I remember that. Yeah, just grew from there, really. At what point did you realise that having people that had a big social media following come and stay at your properties, when did you sort of realise that you could use it as a marketing advantage for for you? Like, who was the first one that you approached to go, all right, so you're going to come and stay here. I'll do you a reduced rate or a, or a free stay. And in exchange, what I'd like for you to do is post up on your 
personal account, your, your, you know, your, your account that you've got all these followers on and tag me in and talk about it? Where, where, who, was, who was the first and when was the first you started doing that? Do you know what? I couldn't, I did have a think about this and I can't actually remember the first, but I do remember doing some, someone approached me, they, were, they needed some last minute accommodation and it was for some of the Real Housewives of Cheshire. Yeah, and they were coming to Liverpool. There was a big event on somewhere. In the end, I said, to be honest, they didn't even do me the post in the end. So it's not them. They didn't even do me the post in the end. It'd be one of the Love Island cast. I just remember one year they were looking for room. They were, they were when they come out, and one of them put up like something like, "Oh, I'm looking for a room." And then um, it was one of the, it was Alexandra Kane from Love Island. So Alexandra came from Love Island. This is a good one to just sort of circle down on. So when you saw that she came out and said, I'm looking for a place to stay in in Liverpool, did you reach out to her and just say, this is what we got? Or was it just a conversation where somebody came to you saying, we've got Love Island? No, I reached out to her because I'd seen she needed a room. She's like, oh, looking for a room in London. And I just reached out to her. Was that on Instagram? On Instagram. Yeah, so you send them a message on Instagram. The beauty of messaging somebody on Instagram is they don't have to be following you for you to get into yeah. their direct messages. That's the beauty of it. So you've sent a message to them saying, hey, I can sort you out. And and so what was the what was the conversation? When, when you sort of go down this route, whether they either come to you or you go to an influencer and say, hey, I can help you. Like, what? How do you sort of work it with, with, with a rate? Um, where they come and stay at your place? And, uh, and how do you sort of then go, listen, in, in return, um, we'd love to give you this reduced rate, but in return, we'd like you to do X, Y, and Z on, on your social media to promote us. How, how does that sort of conversation normally work? Um, how's, so basically, I'd send them a message and they get back to me. And then what I'd always do first is I'd send them examples of people that I've guessed that I've done before. So that's why if you look on my Instagram, I have a guest two guest review section. So yeah. one of them's full and then the other one's just building up. And that's of any guests who have tagged me. So that just gives them the confidence to know that that gives, gives that gives them the confidence to know that they can come and you know stay with me and it's gonna be fine. What what would you recommend them do to, to get started so they 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 haven't had anybody like a, say a social media influencer or a journalist or anybody come stay over in the past Where, where's the good place to get get started like for yourself obviously you you use instagram do you recommend yeah. that or is there any other things that you could recommend they do things i'd recommend are definitely instagram and instagram i've seen gary v put like a thing up and saying like everyone's so accessible via instagram just message whoever you want yeah. like everyone is accessible you're like you you're accessible through instagram do you know what i mean like yeah. someone could message you um, so definitely Instagram. I'd also look at, you know, people who manage like some of these celebrities and some of these social influencers, um, message some of the agencies. Yeah. I would also some of the Facebook pages and as well, just, you know, if you know, again, you might know someone that knows uh, uh, influencer yeah. I'd message them as well again I, I think that I would just say to, to add mine and is that if you're going to look to work with an influencer try and have it around your your theme so if you're a you know a family friendly hospitality business and um, you're looking to work with an influencer and say you're based out in the middle of the countryside and you know you, you've got your you've got your audience that you know that you like then try and find influencers bloggers journalists whatever around that around that niche if anybody wants to go and find your instagram and they want to go look at these guest reviews as, as a sort of an example uh what's what was your handle on on instagram again buddy it's hotel yeah underscore yeah man epic 
thank you for that, buddy. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, good luck with, with everything and, you know, continue to put out the good work. And yeah, thank you very much for sharing your experience with, uh, with influencers. I'm really glad that we managed to get him onto the podcast. He was very wary about it, obviously a little bit nervous, but um, I'm super happy that he did. And also thank you to Harry as well. Please make sure you go check out the Go Agency. Go check out Hotel Man on Instagram. And again, I just wanted to leave you with a little bit of actionable advice that I can give to you right now on how to find your first influencer. So we've we've obviously spoken about maybe going back and looking at previous guests that may have tagged you in and posts on Instagram or Facebook and just to see if they've got a big following. But also as well, I would be really pushing the message out to everybody that has stayed with you in the past and, and contacting them and saying, listen, do you know anybody that, that would like to stay here? You know, please, do you have any photos that you'd like to share with us that we can share on our social media? Or have you shared them on your own social media? Can we see them? Can you tag us in? Now, if you want to maybe start to reach out to somebody who's got 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 followers, engaged followers, all that you simply need to do, go into Instagram, open up the app, Go into the explore feature and you're going to look for hashtags around your niche. Maybe get together one or five names, start following them for 30 days, interact with each post, get to know them, send them a message and just say, hey, I like your work. You know, they will naturally come back and see who you are through your page. And then after a good 30 days of being contacting with one to three people, then you can then reach out to them and go, hey, you know, I've been following you for a, a good solid 30 days now. I really like what you do. This is who we are. Is there any way that we could potentially work together? And that's how the conversation will start. I hope this has been useful. It's slightly different from the marketing advice you may have get from other channels out there, but I, I firmly believe this is a great way to go. As always, um, please, please, please share this video, share this advice, share this video right now on a Facebook group that you're a part of. Uh, hit the like button, comment, remember comment book direct so I know that you're, you're, you're listening to this. Hashtag book direct, all one word. Let us know if you've watched it on the replay. Let us know if you've watched it uh, on uh, live with us. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm loving seeing all of the reactions to all of these live videos that, that we are doing. Uh, before we go, I just want to say thank you so much for the podcast sponsors, Hostfully. Uh, for those who don't know about Hostfully, it's Hostfully com they sponsor all of this so they they make it they make it happen and everybody right now can go and get one free digital guidebook by going to hostfully.com all you've got to do is sign up you get that one free digital uh, guidebook that you can send to your guests before they arrive and then if you ever want to upgrade to the premium services you put in boostly 2m in the promo code and you get two months free but for now thank you so much for tuning in go to booster.co.uk forward slash podcast for more episodes but until then thank you so much and i'll see you on the other side